All right, welcome back to Rodney's Reports. I'm here talking about some different things with some different people. I'm here with my good friend, Tenny. Hi, I'm yeah. Tenny. I just said that, but okay. thanks for letting All everyone right, know, Rodney. too. Um, <laughs> so we're going to do some different, I guess, lanes, uh, kind of talk about um, some more, I guess, I wouldn't say serious, but just, I guess, mentally stimulating uh, topics of conversation today, um, along with, you know, some Olympics coverage, and then if we have some time, we might get into some little um, Premier League and soccer, um, but really, this episode, episode nine, um, and thank you, you know, for listening, hopefully you've listened to the first eight, um, but we're going to be talking about weed as it relates to the NFL, um, it's in, whether, you know, it should be allowed, why it isn't allowed, it's comparisons to opioids, um, which are like, you know, Percocets and things like that. Um, and just kind of, I guess, dive into the subject somewhat, you know, from a scientific perspective, uh, but also as it relates to sports as well. Um, so, Tenny, this is why I have her here, the uh, residential expert on public health, because uh, if I was talking about it, we'd be done in about three minutes. And it'd be wrong. Uh, yeah, and it'd probably be wrong. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, Tenny, I guess, what's your, do you have like a thesis statement for me or, or, what's, or what's up here? Okay, um, so uh, I do a lot of public health stuff and the thing I've been working on for the past year um, are opioids. So in the country we've had like a huge opioid epidemic which starts off with prescription drugs like Vicodin, Oxycontin, Percocets. And when their doctors don't want to fill the prescription anymore, they just move to heroin, which is a whole nother problem. So um, NFL players are usually in a lot of pain constantly, chronic pain. And uh, some of them might want to self-medicate with marijuana, which I feel like is the safest choice instead of opioids because the potential for abuse is really low with marijuana while it's pretty high with opioids. But obviously, since it's not completely legal, the NFL is not really gung-ho with, you know, not testing for it. Yeah, and by the way guys, Tinny has an expansive list of notes, so everything she's saying is very credible. I'm here looking at the notes right now and I'm here to tell you that these are these are some high quality notes. You didn't have to tell them that. Oh, I mean, I, I needed to build up your credibility. Some people don't know who you are, you know. All right. So, so tell me, I guess, why isn't the NFL, I guess, serious like looking into like it, it seems like a pretty obvious thing that weed isn't as harmful as a prescription drug. So I guess what's the holdup? Okay, well, um, marijuana is a Schedule One drug, um, according to the DEA, which is the other drugs around that schedule are heroin, LSD, and ecstasy, but opioids are a Schedule Two drug, making them legal, um, but uh, these are Schedule Two drugs around meth and coke, which aren't legal, but um, I don't really understand why meth and coke aren't schedule one drugs but marijuana is actually let me take that back i do know why that all goes back to systemic racism um so the reason why um the nfl 
would like opioids to be taken is because they're legal, they're prescribed. And when you think of prescription drugs, you think of science and you think of it being credible, which is true. Opioids are really good to manage acute pain. But once you get to chronic pain, that's when the um, risk for abuse increases. So why couldn't someone who plays, I don't know, like in a team in California, get a prescription for marijuana and it'd be the same thing. See, the thing is, um, once you get into, oh, this player plays in a state that has medical marijuana and this one doesn't, then you are low-key like doing some sort of favoritism. So if you, te if you don't test the people that live in a state that, have, that has um, medical marijuana, but you test the ones that don't, it, it gets really blurry. Plus, NFL players obviously travel a lot, so if an NFL player from Cali has medical marijuana and he goes to, like, I don't know, Michigan that doesn't have medical marijuana, and they get caught with it, it's still, like, a federal offense or a state offense. True. Uh, I mean, I guess that makes sense. So basically, the moral of the story is that we need the government to kind of get on side. The NFL isn't going to be making any revolutionary uh, decisions in terms of marijuana. But let's get to the good stuff. I'm, I'm over here looking at these notes and I see some hot takes. Oh, so let's, let's talk about those. Yeah, you love those. Mm. Okay, so um, my hot take is that prescriptions for opioid painkillers are probably used so much in the NFL because it'll make pharmaceutical companies money. Pharmaceutical companies have one of the highest profit margins in the healthcare field with 14% when most have a profit margin of 2 to 3%. Um, so if there's like some sort of big pharmaceutical CEO that has So I need to like, invest in pharmaceutical companies. Please don't. They're evil. Uh, but they're, I mean, but, you're, okay. but they're making a lot of money. Yeah. And if I've, I wanted to invest and make money. Okay, but you're also harming the greater good. By investing in pharmaceutical companies? Yes. Oh. I mean, they're, they're giving us medicine and stuff. Yeah, but they're doing it at a high cost. Like that evil guy who raised the HIV medications by like 8,000% in one day. Oh, yeah. That, that does sound bad. Yeah. It's, he's not the only one. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, I just think that, that uh, the NFL probably won't. Stop testing for weed until it's legal federally, because it's still not. But I think they should, because first of all, weed, I mean, it's a drug, so obviously a risk for abuse is there, but it's not to the point where you need to test for it. It's not a drug that will uh, affect the game unfairly, like you're not about to smoke weed and, you know, run. 40 yards in like two seconds like it's not yeah it's not like it's not like a steroid yeah. yeah it's not a performance enhancing drug so i just don't understand why um it's such a big deal especially for you know my Steelers with bell out for four games the crazy thing about about the whole thing as far as drug testing is with me is that the only sports that really drug tests as far as marijuana goes is the NBA and the NFL like Major League Baseball and the NHL don't have 
marijuana drug program. So I just, I mean, I think the, I think the answer is kind of obvious why that is, but uh, I just think it's weird that one, no one really brings it up. As I mean, I guess every league is independent; they can do what they want to do. But it's just a pretty big coincidence that a lot of people don't. Well, yeah, coincidence in in air quotes and audio air quotes. Uh, but it's just something that I feel like more that I don't know. It should be talked about. I mean, I, and then I don't know. I I don't really have a problem with the NFL testing for weed if they feel like they really want to do that I mean it's their choice because it's their business but I would like it to be consistent across all professional sports platforms at least um, and like for example like the NBA don't they like not test for performance in here yeah they don't they don't have like an HGH program but they test for weed yeah which is ridiculous yeah, I mean, well, at least baseball tests for HGH. Well, they did it. Well, they do now. Yeah, I mean, well, that's because everyone in baseball uses steroids. I mean, they use steroids now that they test for. It's like a huge deal back in the early 2000s. Um, Loki, I think a lot of people in the NBA are probably using it, but that's a whole different conversation. Of course they are. Of course they are. We talked about this with Stephen Curry. And you know, like he just randomly came back. A hundred percent more air quotes. But then you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna like pinpoint certain guys who are potentially using or not using because it's not like I have any factual evidence behind it. Like, I mean, I mean, you look at somebody like Dwight Howard who just was so skinny and then got huge in like a year. But even still, I'm not gonna assume it was because of steroids. But just generally speaking, if they're not testing for it means that technically it's not illegal in that sport so i mean i don't know why they wouldn't use it yeah that's true but um i guess back to opioids versus medical marijuana i don't know i guess doctors they really just don't want their patients to feel pain which would lead them to giving more opioids which obviously is good for the nfl because if you have a player that's in chronic pain and there's a doctor overprescribing them opioids, then they'll be more likely to play, which means more money for the NFL, essentially. And since marijuana is such a controversial drug, I just don't see them ever getting behind, you know, not testing for it. I just feel like it's a waste of time and money. Yeah, I was watching a... Um interview, Calvin Johnson interview actually on ESPN E60 with Michael Smith and he was, because he retired early, like he's only 30 or 31, like kind of still in his prime and he retired and you know, and one of the big things that he said was just like, you know, it just hurt, like my body just hurts. Um, so Michael Smith asked him about, I guess like the culture that goes into, you know, prescription, you know, painkillers and you know, trying to make sure that you do everything that you can to play on Sunday, whether it be, you know, popping pills or taking taking injections or whatever. And uh, I guess to the NFL's credit, I guess a little bit, I don't, I mean, I don't know if it's to their credit, but he did, I guess, point out that at one point it was, you know, real easy to just, you know, if you said that you had a problem, you know, if something was hurting, then you could just, you know, tell them and you know they don't check and you just get them and it's not a big deal but at least 
based on what he was saying, it sounds like they're at least doing a better job at monitoring, I guess, the amount of prescription drugs that you can get, you know, per week or however it works in terms of the dosage amount. Yeah. But that's also, you know, just because of the whole concussion thing and media relations and public relations and things like that. I'm sure they don't, I don't, it doesn't really strike me as someone or as a group who, who genuinely cares um, about anything probably other than, you know, their public perception. Um, but you can say that about a lot of people or a lot of, you know, big time companies. So, you know, as long as the change is happening, the why isn't as important. Yeah, and there's also a lot of um, legal implications that could happen, especially falling on the team doctors. Just because um, last year, President Obama basically said that there's an opioid crisis in this country and we need to do something about it. Because it goes from you have a condition and you get a prescription for painkillers and you like how they feel like if you've ever been on Percocet or Vicodin like it, it feels awesome and you have the best sleep it's, it actually is really are you talking good. from experience yes yeah, so and I got my wisdom teeth out okay. and they're great anyway so um, you get that and then you keep going to your doctor trying to get a refill because your doctor technically doesn't want you to be in pain so when you stop getting that you're like okay what makes me feel like this that is cheaper and I can get easily? Heroin. That's what it is. So with heroin, you can either snort it or you can inject it. And when you inject it, most people share their needles. And what happens when you share needles? You get diseases like AIDS and hepatitis C. So it's a very big deal. Like people are dying left and right. Mostly middle-aged white people and mostly young people in rural communities, but it's still a problem. Um, but it's crazy because I talked about earlier how marijuana is a Schedule 1 drug, but guess what is a Schedule 4 drug, Rodney? Guess what it is. Guess what a Schedule 4 drug uh, is. Is Schedule 4 the worst? No. Or the, the best? Not the best, or but it's like the least? least bad. I don't know, alcohol? No. Oh. Xanax. Have you ever seen someone on Xanax? I haven't. But you've seen like videos. Well, yeah, least. yeah, I've seen videos. You, they're like not even alive. They take like four or five at a time and they're barely alive. But somehow that's safer than marijuana. Yeah, I mean, I would like to kind of see, because you're, you're talking about, I guess, like these tiers of drugs. So I'd, I would just be curious to know, I guess, who, like what's like the committee who I mean, made these? This like, is these rules. It's from the DEA that makes these schedules of drugs and uh, marijuana has been a schedule one drug for like decades since like the 50s or something like that because of systemic racism but we're not gonna get into that because I could talk all day about systemic racism and healthcare. but um yeah that's I just think the medical marijuana is a much safer option. I mean, I wouldn't suggest that an athlete smokes, but there's like oils and stuff. You can bake it. You can make tea with marijuana. There's ways. You just you don't have to smoke it. So I just feel like that'd be much better. Yeah, I mean, I can't really say I disagree. So like I don't know. 
I feel like I would like to play Devil's Advocate, but there's really nothing to really, I guess, talk about. I guess talk. All right. So I guess do you have any final thoughts or um, I don't know anything you haven't said that you feel that you left out? Uh, I guess my final thought is that I think the NFL should just stop testing for it in general, but for medical uses. Like I don't think I can make a, a case for recreational use for marijuana as an NFL player just because it's not legal in all 50 states. So ethically, I cannot, but... So then how would, so, how would they go about like knowing who's doing... Like you can't tell someone they're not in pain. I know, so, exactly. So anyone who's just like, I'm in pain can, can smoke some weed, which is saying. Yeah, it no. works. I mean... It's prescribed to cancer patients that are undergoing chemotherapy because it's a very painful procedure. But you, that's another reason why doctors are so adamant to overprescribe opioids because they can't tell when someone's in pain. They just have to take their word for it. Hmm. Touche. Yeah, I mean, I guess people would say, you know, oh, you know, guys are going to be recreationally using it and just pretending that they're in pain but i'm sure you can do the same thing for percocets or whatever other drug that they're getting so it doesn't so that, that argument doesn't make any sense i yes. guess to use against marijuana and to not use against something that is probably worse well not probably i'm sure it is worse based on you know whoever studies these types of things i don't really know how you gauge you know exactly what's worse or what's more addictive than something else there's uh, a lot of clinical trials yeah i was actually just reading one uh on these abuse deterrent opioids they're basically opioids that you can't like crush to snort or you can't um, mix with a solvent to inject because it'll like turn into a gel or something like that and there's this one study to see if they were any better than actual opioids, and these are like actual abusers of opioids, like known abusers, and they just stopped using prescription pain pills and just went straight to heroin. They're like, yeah, it's easier and cheaper than using these abuse deterrent opioids. So, yeah, they're hmm. they're not as safe as people claim, and the overuse of them leads to addiction pretty quickly. Touche. All right. That's enough drug addiction talk for one day. Not all day. I'm, I'm sure you could. However, what I don't want to do is listen to drug abuse all day. It's kind of a, it's kind of a, it's kind of a sad thing to think about, to be honest. But public health is a great thing. I'm to I'm sure it is, and that's why we just talked about it for 20 minutes. Mm, uh, well, you know, when you come out with your own podcast. Yeah. And then you can just talk about it for hours and hours. Yep, that's and actually what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm I, God, God bless all your listeners. Yep, thank uh, you. So, uh, okay. Uh, so, I guess now we're going to move on to some brighter things. The Olympics. Woo! How I enjoy... Yeah, that's the enthusiasm I like to hear. Uh, when it... <laughs> The Olympics. I love the Olympics because they have a ton of sports that I only want to watch once every four years, like gymnastics. Like, I don't want to watch gymnastics every week. If gymnastics came on every week like the NFL, I, I would... 
it would probably have the ratings equivalent of the WNBA. Um, I mean, what? Am I lying? No, nope. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to. Um, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying it's a good or bad sport. I'm just. We're just looking at the interest. Uh -huh. and do you think that? Do you would you disagree? Do you think that a lot of people would watch the gymnastics if they came one every week? No, I do not. But there's Thank a lot of sports that people wouldn't watch. So I guess you were kind of right. Whatever. Thanks. So, yeah, I'm trying to think. Gymnastics, like even I was sitting there watching archery the other day, and that stuff is just like. Thinking that's like, there are people who dedicated their whole lives to shooting a bow and arrow to hit a target. Yeah, like the girl who won the first gold. Well, that wasn't archery though. That was like that right, was shooting. Yeah. Rifle shooting. Yeah, she's from Virginia. Yeah. Fairfax. Yeah, archery is with a bow and arrow. I know that. I was just saying that I wouldn't think that someone would dedicate their life to shooting, but she does. Okay. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> okay. But I'm trying. But also swimming, I probably wouldn't watch that every week. But it's crazy because when it does come on, it's like great to watch. It's just like track and field and water. It's ama It's amazing. Then Michael Phelps won what is twenty first gold the yeah, other day. Yesterday. See, I gotta I gotta publish this as soon as it comes out before he wins his twenty second, and then we're like factually incorrect. Okay, let's just so, say uh, Michael Phelps. Won his second gold medal. Second gold medal, so we can be accurate. Oh. And let's say twenty third to just. Uh, all right. So who do you think is more impressive between Michael Phelps or Ledecky? <laughs> Both Maryland natives. Uh, Kata Ledecky, she's just awesome. She went to my one of my best friends' high school. Wow. So you you basically know her. Yeah, basically. Wow. Except look, she's like five years younger than me. But yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, I think she's just, she's just crazy, to be honest. Like, she came out of nowhere last Olympics in London, and now she's, like, she, like, blew Missy Franklin out the water. Missy Franklin was, like, huge in the London games, and now Missy Franklin didn't even qualify for a bunch of events, like, she only qualified for two, and last game she qualified for eight. Yeah, I forgot she existed. Yeah. Key. And she was like a big deal. She was really young, too. Yeah, she's she was, 21, and yeah, now she's, she's a big like... Deal. Now she's, yeah. Yeah, it was, it's crazy, but Katie's... She's wild. Like, she broke her own world record. Yeah, by like five seconds. Yeah, she's Yeah, that was actually really bad. Like, well, for everyone else, it was really bad. Yeah, oh my gosh. Did you see <laughs> the picture of her, like... So much further yeah. up. Yeah, she's like celebrating, and everyone's you still, know, still swimming. swimming. Like, That's yeah, wild. like she like took her cap off and is like looking at the scoreboard, and everyone else is just now getting out of the water. Yeah, like, yeah. That's I don't. Yeah, I would probably have to say Ledecky too, just because she she came in with a lot of high expectations, and then Blue like yeah, water. exceeded all of them. Like everyone kind of knew, you know, that Michael Phelps wasn't gonna be quite as good as he once was. You know, like one or two Olympics ago. Uh, I mean, it was really cool to see him win. What was it, the two hundred butterfly that he? I think he got silver in last Olympics, and so he came back and got gold, and that was pretty cool. But yeah, it's definitely been Ledecky. So then, so a better question would be, who has been the best athlete in the Olympics between Ledecky and that uh, gymnast? Simone. Biles. Yeah, Simone. Was it Biles? Yeah. Wow. 
Oh, wow. You know she's 4'8". Have you seen her? Did you see that picture with her next to DeAndre Jordan? Yeah, yeah. that was actually that was, crazy. Yeah. Um, but, she looked like his pet. Uh, she was so small. I think Simone Biles, just because, I mean, obviously there's technique in swimming, but it's like mostly speed. But Simone Biles' technique is just incredible. Like, have you actually seen her, like, do her stuff? It's perfect, like, each time. Like, the way she sticks her landing... There's no sort of fumbling or anything. She's just like, she just sticks in and she walks off. Yeah, it's crazy because the Olympics is just crazy because like you're relevant and then by the time the next Olympics comes, especially in gymnastics, like no one's going to talk about you anymore. Like, I mean, Gabby Douglas, for example, like no one's really, the only thing that people are talking about her is the fact that she didn't put her hand on her heart during the national anthem or whatever after they won or yeah. whatever happened. So yeah, so like the Olympics is just a crazy concept because one, these people aren't even getting paid. Like, they're just doing it for the sake of nationalism. Like, they're not, they're not, you don't get paid to be in the Olympics. I'm pretty sure you do. No, you don't, because they're... Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you get paid for each medal afterwards. Because that's then people who, in college and stuff couldn't do the Olympics if they were getting paid. No, because um, there's this one, I forgot. Well, I maybe, maybe the people she... in college can't accept the money then. Because you can't, because you cannot be getting paid because you're no longer an amateur, so then you wouldn't be able to play in college. But like, I read somewhere that there's this girl who has gotten like $64,000 from the Olympics and she's still eligible to be in the NCAA. Oh, maybe, I mean, she probably does like some random sport yeah, or something. Yeah, it's probably some random Yeah, sport. it's probably some sport that, who, like, who cares if she's a professional anyway. Like, I feel like it, that's only the case for um, probably like basketball, because I just don't, or maybe soccer. But like if you're like a fencing person, I forgot who it was, but they... Yeah, you gotta pull up some receipts or something because... No, it, I'll find them. Because it doesn't uh, you know what I'm doing. equate to uh, amateur status. But I mean, I'm sure I guess everyone has an exception. But generally speaking, uh, you're just kind of going there, you know, just to represent your country, which is really cool. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other sports that I really like watching. I really enjoyed, obviously, volleyball. Volleyball, volleyball is a great sport. Both, both beach volleyball and indoor volleyball, men's and women's. It has some high, some high quality athleticism out there. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. some really, really, some, some, some leapers. Some leapers. Huh? Yeah, some leapers. Some, really, really getting over that net. Mm-hmm. Really digging in, playing hard. That's, that's what I like to see. See volleyball. Now, now that's a sport that could be going on every week. Now that's a sport that would get some oh, ratings. Yeah, volleyball, um, that's a high quality sport. Yeah, I'm sure, especially Beach, women's volleyball, right? No, men, men's volleyball is great too. Mm-hmm. Uh, volleyball is a great, a great time. I'm, I'm, now my only question is I don't know if I like beach volleyball more or indoor more. Uh, I think I like beach more just because it's fewer players. Yeah, but there's so much strategy involved when there's more players. Like, you get, like, those fakes and stuff. And but like, it's, like, there's two players in sand playing. And it's still, like, the same length or whatever, the court. I don't think it's the same length. It's close. I mean, maybe. I don't know how close it is, but I'm pretty sure it's not the same. I'm, like, 100% sure it's not the same. Okay. Sure. I mean, because indoor volleyball is 7-on-7. Seven seven. Why would they have two people on a 7-on-7 seven seven court? Who knows? I'm not a volleyball expert. Oh, well, I don't know. You sounded really confident when you said it. Okay. Um, uh, can we talk about Venus and Serena? How they've been trash? Yeah. Like, they lost doubles, and then Serena lost to some girl from the Ukraine. And I'm just like, 
Yeah, did you actually did you watch the match at all? She was no. she was awful. Like I she was so she was awful. Like she she looked like she had been like like she was hungover or something. It's probably a curse from that horrible Twitch video that she put out. Probably. Now that I think about it, I don't I don't even feel bad that she lost after I saw that video. Yeah, it was really bad. Like I was man, I was I had some high expectations for that video. No, I didn't. But but you know, I just no, it was awful. But um, let's talk about Nigeria. Oh, the how they got off the plane like yes. an hour before, and then they still won. Yeah. Five of four in soccer. Nigeria is a country that is dear to my heart since I am Nigerian. And, you know, we have a lot of administrative issues, but Nigerians, we have heart. We go out there. They do have heart. The fact that the the fact that the men's basketball team even gets on the court shows that they have heart. Because okay. let me tell you, they're, I mean, I guess this, is it, is it a rule that an African team has to go to the Olympics for basketball? Like, is it like a regional thing? And I, then, I, mean, I wouldn't, cause, I wouldn't know. Because if that, because I mean, and no disrespect to Africa, like I'm not, no, they're great in some sport. Like soccer, they're pretty good. Like they're great in some sports, but basketball, that ain't, it ain't, that ain't one of them. The last it, game, it's someone not, broke uh, James Harden. Oh, yeah, man. they did. I, I mean, watched that, I watched that like probably like once a month. I just watched that clip and laughed and laughed. I forget. Yeah, I mean, they were losing about 40 points, but that did happen. They did break his ankles. Just like, uh, who was the USA playing? They were playing China, and Paul George's ankles got broken. That was even, that was, that was even better, actually. I'm sure that was better for you. Because the guy from Nigeria at least made a real move. Like, it was a pretty good move. I was actually kind of impressed. The China, the Chinese guy literally dribbled and then stopped, and then Paul George kept going and tripped. Like, it was, it was embarrassing. And then you were probably like, oh yeah, and this guy's better than Kyrie. Kawhi, yeah, yeah, I actually, I, yeah, I actually, got, I actually got the Vine video, and that was my caption when I posted on Twitter that it, that actually did happen. Yes, immediate as soon as I saw it, that was the first thing I did. Yeah, yeah, this guy's better than Kawhi. Wow, uh, that's wow, uh, wow. I was, I'm sick that Kawhi even has to hear something like that. Okay, um, another surprising sport from the Olympics this year is rugby. It's its first time being in the Olympics in like a long time. Oh yeah, I do like rugby. I was watching it today. I was thinking rugby. Everyone who is in the NFL but like can't actually make the team just needs to go play rugby and we'll have the best rugby team out. Like, as, I mean, that's, it's kind of, it's, I mean, obviously the rules are different, but essentially it's football without the pads, essentially. Yeah. So, and I'm looking, and, and there is one guy who is on the Patriots who is on the team actually. Yeah. And he's, he's, I mean, he's pretty good. Now, some of those dudes, some of those dudes are, are huge. Like, the team, the Fiji, I didn't even know Fiji had enough people in their country to make a team. And they're really good. They beat USA today. Uh, but yeah, rugby is great. That's what we need to see. They hit harder in rugby than they do in the NFL. Yeah, um, a couple of days ago, um, the U.S. team won to, like, beat Brazil 26-0, which is wild. Yeah, well, Brazil just sucks. I mean... Brazil's trash. I mean, USA came back and lost today. They can't even get a medal now. Wow. But, like, um, our rugby team is pretty good. Apparently, we have two of the best rugby players in the world on our team. Yeah, we still lost. Probably um, because it's not our sport. That's what I'm saying. We can make it our sport. All we gotta do is get some NFL rejects out there, and we'll be good to go. Well, yeah, because the real guys don't want to play. Like, they, they have, like... 
practice and stuff. I'm talking about the guys who, you know, they're athletic, but they're not good enough to make the NFL team. Like, you know, it's like the scrubs or something. They'd still be really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not offensive. They are, I mean, I'm sure. I hope that someone in their life can, can break it to them. You know, it's like, it's like the, it's like your friend that has that really bad mixtape. You want to call them a Grammy award-winning artist just because they made music? No, they suck. You know, everyone sucks. Like, if you suck, you suck. Like and those and like there's some guys in NFL, obviously they're good compared to most people, but relative to NFL players, they're they're not good. They can't you know, they can't stay on a roster. I hear you. So all they gotta do is go on the rugby and they'll be stars. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. If I mean if it was me if it was you. that's what I'd be doing. Oh, okay. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just saying. That's really interesting. Talk about now. I want to talk about soccer. I get, mm, yeah. Can you talk about? I guess how, we can touch on we can touch on soccer. Yes. Yeah. Um. How you randomly picked your EPL team and it. Oh yeah, that's true. I, I haven't I haven't made it official. Yeah, I made it official uh, on Twitter, but I didn't make it official on the podcast. Taking my talents to Tottenham Hotspurs this this uh, EPL season. It's gonna be a good year. Gross. Led by Harry Kane. The yeah. reigning Golden Boots winner. For those of you that don't know, that means he scored the most goals in the I Premier promise. League last year. Okay, look, I didn't. I didn't ask for your opinion. Okay, I'm letting. The, I'm letting the people know. Me and the people are here having a personal moment, where as I tell them, my where my fandom is going, and you're trying to interrupt. All right, now talk about. Grow up. Talk about the losers that you support. We are the best losers in the EPL. Wow, you're the greatest second place finishers of all time. Yes. Congrats. Arsenal Football Club, we are the best losers. Always top four, never number one. But it's okay, soon. Not, probably not this year because, you know, uh, our manager does not want to sign anyone, but- Or no one wants to go to Arsenal. No, 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 no. There's a lot of rich history with Arsenal. Yeah, a lot of people like second place. Oh, this is good. But uh, yeah, Arsenal's great. Um, I just wish that we would win something. The league. I mean, you guys won like the FA Cup like a year or two ago, right? Didn't you? Is yeah, that, did I make did. that up or did no, it? No, we did. So that counts for something. So you guys yeah. aren't like I mean, the stopped, biggest losers in the world. It stopped our trophy drought, and I thought that people would stop making fun of us because we went like what, like ten you guys years? had a trophy drought? Yeah, ten years without any sort of trophy. Yikes! So it stopped our trophy drought. But I need then, to check and see when the last time Tottenham's won. Uh, I actually don't even know. Um, everyone just makes fun of us for not winning the league or not winning Champions League because we're consistently in Champions League and we just never. I'm gonna look that up right now. I need to. I need to verify. I might be rooting for losers myself for all I know. I mean, you guys finished below us last season. I mean, I don't care about that. If you're a loser, you're a loser. I don't care if we were a little worse off loser than you. Okay. I mean, I mean, losers tell themselves that to feel better about uh, their. Anyway, I don't care about that. While you're over there trying to, you know, strengthen your disgusting new fan thing, Unite has gotten Koba in Slatin. Light. I never know how to pronounce this word. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Whatever the hell his name is. Hey, show some respect. When he scores three goals, you'll know what his name is. Anyways, um. If I was to be unbiased, they would be my favorites going into the season, which starts this weekend. But I'm not unbiased. In fact, 
I do not know how to be unbiased when it comes to EPL. So I hate them. They will burn. And as long as they just beat Chelsea, that's fine. But I feel like Arsenal, they're going to make a way. Yeah, I'm sure. They're going to make a way. Nothing, nothing, nothing like hope. Yeah. Um, but I can't wait to watch Chelsea's downfall this season because they fired Jose Marino and then he went to United and literally signed like two of the best players in the world. So yeah, I'm pretty sure like he's just gonna, oh man, I can't wait for him to just use United to dismantle Chelsea and everything that they stand for because Chelsea fans last... no, Nothing like a real loser to get someone else to do something you can do. Shush. Last year, Chelsea fans and just they were so rude to Jose. Like they would tweet him the worst things. They called him useless. They were celebrating when he got fired, but then he went to United. Wait, Arsenal finished second last year. Yeah. Behind Leicester, which is fine because you know everyone loves a good underdog story. But yeah, I can't. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait for United to just turn Chelsea inside out. That's, and a, little, just, that's a little brutal. And just, oh my gosh. Right. Ooh, last year when Chelsea almost faced relegation, my heart burst. Wow. My dad's a Chelsea fan and, you know, he's just been so cocky. But, you know, I'm an Arsenal fan and we haven't scored against them in years. But you haven't okay. That and that's but, that's all right. All right. But if other people, I need. Can I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna. You haven't. You didn't even say win. You haven't scored a goal. Oh my god. All right. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna make sure I edit a record scratch in here somewhere. No, don't. Do oh that. my god. Don't please don't embarrass yeah, me. Oh my god. Stop. I, I mean, I'm not even gonna sit here and lie. That my my EPL knowledge is not expansive, so it's not like I knew that. So I mean, I I do appreciate you. You know, giving me both sides. After your, I don't know, diatribe against Chelsea, but not. So let me get that straight. You didn't say lose. You said score a goal. Yeah. Against in how long? A long time. Oh my god! You don't even remember yeah, seeing. It's been a, it's been a while. Like multiple years. Yeah. And you play tw you play them twice a year. Yep. So you have two two chances. Even in Champions League. Even in champ. Wow. Okay. So. That's going to conclude Rodney's reports. Oh, okay. We just uh, ended on a great note there. That's a real a lot of information. See, that, I hope that. this doesn't ruin my credibility because, I mean, I love Arsenal. At least I'm not a Redskins fan, you know. Wow. That's, that's, wow. that's just, wow. at least that, I'm not why did, Wow. Why did you just do because, that? Because, you know, it's like, yikes. Watch RG3 have, like, the best Season. He probably will. Oh my god! He probably's gonna do better in first. Oh my! Oh my god! It's gonna be so sweet just to watch all the Redskins fans, especially Adam, Adam Daniel, <laughs> cry, cry and scream when they go. But Redskins fans like RG3 though. Yeah, but I mean, it'll, it'll just make them sad and then even more mad at the front office. And once your fans are mad at the front office, then the whole franchise just falls apart and I'll just be here laughing in well, black and yellow. if the Redskins fell apart, that would imply that they were like standing at one point. So. Okay. I mean, they're not standing, they're laying down, kind of crumbling, but they haven't crumbled yet. But if RG3 has a really good season, yeah, they're gonna crumble. I don't think that, I mean, 
that's assuming Kirk Cousins also has like a bad season. Now, if like if both of those things happen, then yeah. I mean, he's so I don't know. He's just so hit or miss. Like sometimes he, he has a really good game. I mean, he just does good against all the bad teams. Basically. Yeah. They, oh my gosh! Last season, they won against the worst teams, and I'm like. Okay, but they're really proud. They're really proud of them. They should be proud. Hey, a win's a win. I respect that. Redskins, Redskins fans, I'm I'm here for you. You guys, you guys are gonna be great this year. Didn't you call their um, division the worst? I mean, it is the worst. worst? Divi- no, it is the worst division. I yeah, it's it's probably the worst division. Right. Yeah, that's you true. guys didn't even confirm who you thought would win, right? Huh? No, I said the Giants. Oh yeah. Deron yeah. did say the Redskins, and he's an Eagles fan. I mean. Who cares? <laughs> oh, yikes! Sorry, sorry, okay. Duran. It's like yikes. He'll he'll like, be on he'll be on the next podcast. It's like oh, I'm a fan of trash. I'm gonna wow support. I okay. think a fan of recycling. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. You know, okay. That's a, a lot of slander. A lot of slander here. That's my that's right. my okay. best thing. You know, wow. okay. trash talking. All right. So. Now that I'm glad you got that out your system. It's still here. Okay. But. Well. Take it somewhere else. I'm gonna put the mic on mute so you can keep talking. Wow. Um, so yeah, thank you. This has been episode nine of Rodney's Reports. Uh, tweet at me at Rodney's Reports, both plural. Uh, you know, give give Tenny a good rating on a scale of one to ten. It's probably if, 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 if it doesn't hit at least a nine, she's not gonna come back. So it's, it's now it's in your hands. It's you guys. He's lying. I'm gonna be here all the time. Okay, but we're not doing public health again. What do you mean? It was great. Yeah, it was. It oh was my great. gosh, just wait until I touch. Ooh, let me talk about muscles and bones. Okay, all right. Yep. Good talking to you guys. Look out for episode 10. Peace.